And this is Ubaldi Brief. So how's it going, Joe? Great, John. How are you? Doing good. It's just been a busy start of the week. There's still a lots to lots going on. And that's why I think today when we were, like I was mentioning last week, that we should talk about the governor, especially the Governor Whitmer of Michigan, obviously Governor Cuomo of New York, and then there's Governor Gavin Newsom of California and how they handled the coronavirus, because it seems like Last year, everybody was against Donald Trump. Now, the media attention is focused on those three governors and how they handled the coronavirus in their state. So, yeah, we are coming up a year on the initial lockdown or when he started locking down the states. So in your opinion, or it could be fact, who is the worst governor at handling this situation? Is it Newsom or is it Cuomo? It all depends on different things. When it comes to really locking down the states, both of them are equally were equally not the best. But when it comes to the effect of the coronavirus on the impact on their population, obviously Andrew Cuomo took the worst hit because I think he had far more deaths in his state than, let's say, Florida. And Florida has a higher percentage of elderly in its state than New York, but New York got hit harder by the coronavirus. And that's why he's facing the nursing home scandal, because the the Center for Disease Control said last year that you can put patients back into the nursing homes if they have the ability to self-isolate themselves. That doesn't mean you're in a room and someone's six feet or 20 feet away. You had to have the ability to do that. And the nursing homes kept saying, we don't have the ability to do this. And Cuomo just said, to hell with you guys. You're taking them anywhere. So what, okay, what about the best governor? Who is the best governor to kind of handle this? It's just kind of hard to say. If you go by the populace, the most populous states, and it's basically, it comes, it's basically coming down now to red state, blue state, but Ron DeSantis of Florida has done a pretty good job. He shut his state down initially but then reopened it, uh, I think, May 1st, and just massaged as things spiked. He just directed things different ways. He didn't get the same punishment out of the nursing homes as did the other states. One of the reasons Florida gets hit hard as Joe from hurricanes. So we have a better tracking system to know what's going on, and he was receiving daily numbers. But his economy didn't take a beating like California, Michigan, and New York. Like take California. They're the third, had the third highest unemployment rate out behind Nevada and Hawaii. And those two states are tied to the hospitality sector. So California is about nine, nine point five. And going with the, the governor's reaction. Newsom also is having, he's being recalled. Cuomo kind of getting asked to resign, but that's on a different note. So it does seem, I agree that Ron DeSantis took a a, a good approach to it, especially opening up in the phases that he did. He set it out like a one to three phase. I actually think he kind of maybe rushed the haircut or the barbershop policy a little bit faster because he had some growth going on there that he was not about. He's like, I need a haircut. We need to open up these barbershops real quick. But see, the one thing that Governor DeSantis did that Newsom, Whitmer, and Newsom Cuomo didn't do is the schools have been open since August. And you've got two two young children. They're going to school in-person learning. I have a brother that lives out in California, and he's 
he and his wife are just besides themselves because they have a Down syndrome son and then the daughter has a learning disability. But they've been learning from at home on Zoom for eight hours a day and they're just, they're frustrated. But then you had the Governor Newsom of California is acquiescing to the teachers unions to keep the schools shut down because we need more money. And they've been given well over $100 billion. And even in this current stimulus passed and signed by uh, President Biden, the schools received another $180 billion. But ironically, the governor's children, four children, they're going to a private school and in-person learning and have been since last. And I'm pretty sure Ron DeSantis fell in that leadership role that he's he was do it or not he was not do as i say or not as i do kind of person he's like he if, if the barbershops were shut down he didn't get a haircut if the schools weren't open guess what his kids didn't go to school he, i think he even had a wife or he even had a baby during covid so he i mean more than a lot of people should have been concerned about the state of the virus, but he took it from a leadership approach saying, hey, I need to get my constituents up and moving. You know, well, it's interesting. Ron DeSantis, obviously the governor of Florida, he was in the military, so he understands leadership. Now, Gavin Newsom, the re- one of the reasons he got hit hard on the coronavirus is it was popular when he shut the state down. He was, uh, oh, they're ta- he's taking leadership. But then he would open and close. And then he would pick businesses to close and other businesses to open. Then when it came to the schools. And then what really hit it hard, I believe it was in December, he was caught at a special event at French Laundry, which is a high-end $300, easily a $300 plate dinner, openly flouting his own rules while he's dining with a healthcare lobbyist. So that really just was the tipping spear to push for the the recall, which I think believe has gotten the 2 million signatures. And some of the other things he's done, like the business climate, the economic situation in Flor- in California is just a horrendous. Okay. Now, recall just for a second. So he's if he's got the 2 million votes, he's done. He's no longer governor. Yeah, what they do now is once they got over the 2 million, it goes to the secretary of st- you know, the county, and then the Secretary of State of California will certify each and every signature. And if they got, I think, the 1.2 million they need, and 1.2 million is based off the last, I think you have to get 12% of the last gubernatorial race number. So then you go from there. Then the Secretary of State will, at the end of, I think, this month or the first part of April, will then call a special election for around August and September so everybody can campaign. So when they do the recall, as they did in 2003 with Gray Davis, Arnold Schwarzenegger was the 800-pound gorilla in the room. They don't have someone like that. So your question is, do you, should the governor be recalled, yes or no? If you say yes, and the majority says yes, then the next question is, who should replace him? But Gavin Newsom cannot be the replacement. Now, if you go to the other two governors, like obviously we know about Governor Andrew Cuomo, his sexual assault allegations and harassment issues. He's facing the nursing home scandal, which we touched on earlier. So these are the attorney general is looking at both of them. Mm -hmm. So we'll have to see how those investigations plan out. Now, Governor Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan, facing the same thing of Andrew Cuomo of the nursing home scandal. 
because she sent a lot of COVID patients inside the nurse. And what everybody's trying to see, can you show us the data? And she's refusing to release that. And the other thing is the governor, the former health department director, a person named Robert Gordon, $155,000. And that's all done through a confidentiality agreement. But everybody wants to see, let's see if, what's that agreement. Did they hide the numbers like they did in New York? So now that Trump is out of office and Joe Biden is just boring Joe, everybody's looking at these two, these three big states and they're not liking what they're seeing. I guess we should probably talk about this on another podcast, but why don't you go ahead and tell them I didn't get a hold of us, John. First of all, you can get a hold of us by going to Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. That's Ubaldi reports at gmail.com. You can go to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and type in Ubaldi reports. If you go to Facebook, you can type in, go to Ubaldi reports group and you can see us. But before we end this podcast, I would like to put a shout out to Heroes Media Group. This is a platform. It's owned by a veteran. It's a veteran-owned business. In the last couple of weeks, they put Ubaldi reports on that platform so we can reach a bigger and more diverse audience so we can get these topics out to um, out to the American people. Then they can, we just provide the facts and you make the determination if you agree or not. Yeah. So everybody have a good day and we will talk to you soon. Oh, but before, I'm sorry to interrupt on this point, Joe, before I forget, in the first week of April, we're going to do a soft launch or a pre-launch of our streaming. We're going to stream this podcast to all our social media platform. And then the following week after that, we're going to do the official launch of a streaming site. And then we're going to do a video vlog. And then at the end of April, Joe has something special we're also going to do beginning of april we're actually going to have the we're going to have a patreon where listeners can support the show by donating in certain tiers and they're going to get a uncensored un or, or an uncensored and more opinionated podcast with just how john and i truly feel about what's going on in the nation as of right now so there's a lot going on in the next few weeks, but we'd like to hear from you. So get in contact with, and again, thank you for listening to Ubaldi Brief and keep listening. And to the next time, Ubaldi Brief.